Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners and we answer them on the topics of sex and also the topics of dating. I realized that there was fun sex news that came out recently that we didn't Mm -hmm. talk about. Is it that that sometimes when crows find dead crows on the ground, they will have sex on top of them with their partner, having some kind of dead crow sex sandwich. Now, are they having sex with the dead crow or are they just having sex on top of the dead crow? Uh, Depending on the crow, either and or both could happen. So yeah, there you go. There's a little, little, I was listening to the whole thing on crow funerals and it sounded like it was going to be really wholesome because they're one of the few creatures that like react to death in, in specific ways. And like there's been reports of them like dropping off twigs or like finding wrappers and like, leaving little gifts for them after they've died. But then the fucking podcast just turned very quickly and they were like, oh yeah, sometimes when they find them, they just dismember them or they have sex on top of them or with them. I was like, what? I wanted a a nice, pleasant crow podcast and I got this creepy hell podcast. Yeah, doesn't it suck when you're trying to listen to a podcast and enjoy it and then all of a sudden they start talking about fucking weird shit? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, But no, that is... That is not the sex news I was going to talk about. It's it's the about sex news. anal condoms. It is about anal condoms. Thank you. I, I don't want to talk about anything. You go ahead, please. Carry on. Right. So uh, I'm sorry. I always have to bring sex news to the uh, podcast, but uh, for the FDA grants the first condom approved for anal sex. You know what's crazy? I didn't realize that other condoms weren't approved for anal sex. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that and was like, hmm. But I think it's just like because of the lack of anal lubrication like produced on the butt's end, there's like increased chance of it ripping and like increased damage and blah, 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 blah. So it's like they never managed to get a condom that would stand up to that to, I think, over 95% effectiveness, which is what the FDA requires. So regular condoms are, they could be 94%, but still not enough. I mean, I don't have enough anal sex to... To really adjust it, but I feel like th- th- we would have talked about this more. Like, like, why have I never heard from like the gay community that that like our condoms are constantly ripping? Well, ninety four percent is still pretty, uh, pretty high. I don't know. I mean, how many times do I roll one in D twenty? It's the same odds. It's true, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I, I just, it was interesting to me because I was like, man, we have been using regular condoms for anal sex. For a very long time, probably since the inception of the condom, mm-hmm. and not once I ever have I ever heard anyone say, "Oh yeah, those aren't really made for that." Yeah, part of me wonders if it was a lack of people going out and getting it. A pr- you know what I mean? Like were Durex every year being like, "Hey, this is our year. Fuck, we didn't get it. Damn it, we just want like you know." Or did they just not care? And then yeah. this company were like, oh, this is our thing. If we go and get marketed like specifically around this, then that's kind of our brand. Like for, I, like that's kind of where I'm at is like I can't. It seems weird to imagine that all this time it's never been all that safe of an option. I just wonder if maybe no one went out of their way to get that certified. 
That's what I'm guessing, because like I said, like we're in a time of like social change and people demanding equality and people and with the Internet, we're able to put messages out. If I feel like if the gay community was having using condoms that were anybody who engages or or anyone, but I feel like, you know, that community uh, of anal sex havers would be like, hey, can we get a, a condom that's meant for this, please? Um, so I imagine like, I I think you're right. It's gotta be that where like Durex and Trojan and all that just weren't like all too, you know, they were like, Hey, it it works. We got good condoms. You're fine. We don't need special certification for various holes. Um, I, I imagine that's how it is. Not to say that there's anything wrong with this brand. I think it's great that they're actively trying to make a safe condom for, uh, people who, either don't want to or prefer to have anal sex or, or just have anal sex for fun. Um, I think it's great. So good for you. Yeah. No, I think like, even if that's the case, it's like really cool that they're going out of their way to, you know, certify their product and make it actually, you know, like, well, I was about to say hundred percent effective. I don't think anything is, but you know, in that, in that upper quadrant. Now, if you want to sponsor us one condoms, cause that's what they're called, right? I think so. We should probably, you know, name them. Yeah. One condoms. If you want to sponsor us one condoms, we'll take everything back about being like, I'm sure every other condom is just as good. Well, I was going to say, I will, I will actively disparage every other brand. If you pay me to, Mm -hmm. I'll tear them apart in my own butt. Just to prove a point. Yeah. I ready for a question. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is by anonymous three, six, two, eight. My girlfriend, 22 told me she made a PowerPoint about all the guys she's hooked up with. That literally sums it up. Like, I don't know whether to laugh or be upset. She told me it happened before we start dating, but just don't know how to react. I don't know if I'm comfortable. That's it. Now, I think it would depend on why they did this, because I know that there is, I, I don't know if it's still a thing, but there was like the that PowerPoint party thing where mm-hmm. um, I don't necessarily know. I, the only time I ever saw it was women sharing it. So I don't know if, if, if it was like targeted at women of being like, you know, grab a bottle of wine. Everyone does a PowerPoint presentation and that's why. And then like, if that's the reason. I know a bunch of different non-women who have shared it. Yeah, cool. I mean, like, so that like there was, there was a thing a while back where everyone was doing, or not everyone, but like, you know, there was a a meme going around being like, everyone's making these crazy PowerPoint things. Mm -hmm. Um, Of, of like people making PowerPoint presentations and you, you, you know, get a little drunk and you perform or you, you present your, your PowerPoint slides and which was it was honestly pretty fucked up because it was just a power move by big PowerPoint, big slideshow. Yeah. You know? Once we realized that, you know, they were using bots on Twitter to share this meme just so people would go and buy Microsoft Office again. Mm. Um, so I think it depends. I think if they did it like for this as a joke with their friends, I think whatever. Who cares? It's it's literally no different than gossiping about the people that you've hooked up with with your friends it also could just be very funny you don't know the point of the powerpoint yeah i think i think context we've said it before it's fucking key here and it it weirdly i'd love to know how it came up i'd love to know how you reacted i'm like i'm guessing by this not very well um and it's like did the conversation end there did you not clarify well i also don't think he's seen it it sounds like he hasn't seen it it sounds like he just is aware of the powerpoint 100 but it's like even if i didn't see it i'd be like why or like what is it and again like you said i like how you went to to the positive aspect where it's like oh it could be for one of these reasons that makes this not weird if it's just a personal powerpoint where it's like 
uh, this is my sex list. I do think that's quite weird. I mean, it is, but at the same time, it's like, it's really no different than like, you know, having it in your head. Like, again, I think it really depends on what. No, no. Okay. No, it is different than having it in your head. No, it was like. It is. No, it was like that guy who made that power, that spreadsheet about all the times his wife refused sex for him. And that was just like his, his coping thing of like living in a dead bedroom. And then when it, it got weird when the wife released it, like, I don't think like, yes. Is it weird to have a PowerPoint or like a notebook with the names of everyone you've ever slept with? Yeah, a little bit, but at the end of the day, like it really doesn't mean anything unless there's really gross things in said PowerPoint. No, I'm not saying it's like a crime. I'm not saying it's, awful but the step to literally create a physical like monument to it versus just being able to remember it yeah it's definitely a step further but i mean like i i don't think there's any reason to think that this person is some sort of sex criminal again unless i'm not saying there's i'm, I'm not saying, saying it's weird i'm saying and this both, person i think we can agree yeah i'm saying this person is like i don't know how to react to it it's like oh, it, yes well but Unless the there it's is like, something in there that is like really gross about being like, oh, small dick, useless person, want you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. If that's in the if that's the nature of it, then yes, I think it's bad. But if it's just like this guy was great, then like fuck it, like it doesn't matter. It's so inconsequential. Okay, so I where I'm kind of on the same page. I think, you know, step one, it exists. If it exists just because they're like, here's my sex PowerPoint, it's kind of weird. Is it awful? No. Is it like a relationship ender? No. It's still weird. You know what I mean? Just kind of like, a, okay, why'd you do that? And then you're right. It is flavored by the contents. Like if it's their nudes and like if it's just weird shit, like that's, as you said, like cruel or kind of sheds more of an indication on like them. Because if they're like, oh, this person sucks, here's his here's the ways to get to him. Here's like his deep fears and his nudes and like his address. It's like, that's kind of creepy and weird. If it's just like, we met here, here's a key memory and whatever. Like that could be kind of almost sweet. It's still, I think a little weird from the get go, but like the contents definitely do, do kind of flavor it. Yeah. I think like the only reason to be, again, unless depending on the contents, I think the only reason to be weird about this is if like you have, some sort of uh, like idea that you don't want to, or you want to pretend like your partner doesn't have a sexual history. Cause like really that's that all this is, is like a transcript of a sexual history. Right. That's why I think this person is so uncomfortable. It's like, and again, I I'm, I'm on their page. I do think it's a little weird. I don't think it's make a post about it on Reddit weird or like, I don't know how to react. Don't know if I'm comfortable weird. It's like your partner, you need to know this. We'll say this until the cows come home because they just, they stay out real late. Do you guys have that saying here? Till the cows come home? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. It's weird that, or no, you need to be able to know that your partner has hooked up with people and has had relationships and things before you. If that's the root of this, you need to get over that. But yeah, you need context. Get, Get some context. And then unless there's something harrowing and like cruel and ultra weird, it's fine. There's a very simple solution to this, and it is buy a bottle of wine, make a PowerPoint yourself, mm-hmm. and have a PowerPoint night. That could actually be very funny. That and would be if- so much fun. It, I invite some of your friends over. Everyone does a PowerPoint of their sexual history and a go. Now, I think if you're doing that with your partner, you need to do like double, triple date kind of deal. I don't think you two as the only couple and like no. four single friends, because that's going to be like – they're going to have fun, but you guys still have that potential for conflict. 
Whereas like if you're with two sound couples who can also be positive, then hopefully that will eradicate any possible like, oh, really? David? Big cock David? Really? You know, like. And hey, maybe there's a, you know, you can come up with a rule of being like, we'll change names in case there's, you know, crossover in friend group and stuff like that to avoid awkwardness. Like we don't want to make anything uncomfortable for people who aren't present. You know what I mean? Because like really, at the end of the day, like the the name and who specifically was it doesn't really matter. So, you know, maybe make that clear. And like, hey, this is a great. Do you have a friend who's got a terrible partner and, you know, they're they're not good for them? Invite them over. Blow oh, that yeah. relationship up. Get free. That them. relationship will be gone instantly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think whatever, like uh, share these PowerPoints with each other. I think it'd be a really fun bonding moment. It'll be a moment for you to sort of like address your jealousy come to terms with the fact that your partner has a sexual history and, and, and just like laugh it off. Cause I really don't think again, unless it's like really, really gross stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it, it's such a non-issue now, or you fight fire with fire. What's weirder than a PowerPoint document a scrapbook. I don't think that's weirder at all. I think that's actually less weird. It is. If it's made up, like if all the pictures of the people are made up of various magazine cutouts in which you've oh. constructed their face using very yes. like, different no, people. That's yeah, that's definitely, I mean, that's how I do it. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. I, I usually just take samples of their flesh and draw pictures of them on that. Like I, mm-hmm. I cure it like leather and mm-hmm. it's like vellum really, but it's peopleum, peopleum, peopleum. Uh, yeah, I actually really like that, that joint PowerPoint night idea. Please someone do that. I know what we're doing for our next double date. <laughs> I'd be down. Ours would be long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I assume it would be like, oh, yeah, it's who you've hooked up with. Never mind. I was like, oh, the people you've dated. That's that's a shorter list. Yeah. Nope. Well, it's a sleepover. <laughs> this comes from Reddit user BMLOSHA. Help. I want to blindfold my boyfriend to highlight sensations other than visual during foreplay and sex, but I need ideas on what. My boyfriend heavily relies on visual elements of sex to get turned on, which is fine because I love being adored visually and feeling sexy and beautiful. But I would like to showcase how enjoyable all the other senses can be during foreplay and sex, like touch, sound, and scent. What kind of things can I offer him while he's blindfolded? I've thought about having music, the sound of my voice and breath, ice cubes, feathers, talking dirty, but I'm open to ideas, please. It's a weird question. <laughs> There's a reason I brought it, and we can talk about like what they're actually asking, but the reason I brought it is at no point in time do you seem to say that this is something that he's interested in. Yeah. And if someone is reliant on certain stimuli to be turned on, to remove that from the equation simply because you want to might yeah. lead to a very frustrating experience for your partner. A hundred percent. But also it's like some of the things they listed, it's like music. What? Like, I mean, I get that. No, but like, like the- no one's like, hold on, sit there. Listen to the sexy music. It's like, Oh, I'm so turned on. Listen to that sultry, like bass. Mm. Really? I- there's not, there's not songs that like make you want to fuck. Not in a like comparable to foreplay way. I mean, I don't think that's not I don't think they're saying we're going to remove because she says like during sex and foreplay, what are some other things I can do to. Yeah, other than but them like, just like looking at it. so it's like putting on a really sexy song is a very, very powerful trigger. Okay, for me. me. What what sexy song? I, I will tell you right now. Hold on. Let me open up my playlist. Hypnotic by Zella Day. Regardless okay. by Jared James and Julia Stone. You're going to send me these later. Blow out by Gangly. Better by Banks. You. Because I don't know. It's like songs are fine like to put on the background or whatever but like 
I wouldn't be like, oh yeah. Six in the this morning by Tender. I mean, no, like, is is the song giving me an erection? No, absolutely not. Well, does it dang. heighten the enjoyable? Does it sound like, like it is in fact giving you an erection? Yes, it does. What? It sounds like it is. That's all I'm saying. I, I wish a song could give me a fucking erection. That'd be great. Well, it seems to be that this person. Th- I don't know. Like to me, just the list that they were given and the fact that like I don't know the way they put it. It seemed really weird, and it seems like they're going to be like, okay, lie there. Don't do anything. Listen to this music. And like two minutes pass. And it's like, okay, that's done. Now it's voice time. She'd be like, no, they, you're, you're taking this to the extreme. They literally say highlight sensations other than visual during foreplay and sex. I know, but I just, the way they said it, they sound weird. <laughs> okay. I think they're going to do it weird. Um, but yeah, you raise a really fine point. And I think that's part of why I'm looking on the worst side of this is because it just seems like I'm going to do a thing because I want to, and I'm going to take away the thing he specifically likes. Yeah, this is something that you need to clear with your partner first. Be like, hey, uh, are, would you be interested in doing this? Here are some of my suggestions. I would like to sort of like treat you to sort of a, a you know a, a sense experience thing here. And at any point in time, if you're not feeling it, that's fine. I would also suggest if this is something you want to do, let him get turned on first. Because nothing's worse than being hyper aware of being like, okay, I can't rely on the the thing that usually helps me get erect, but I'm gonna try to get erect anyway. Because like then it's you're so in your head at that point. So, oh, so I think you're like, like on stage almost, right? Yeah. So so I think start normally, do the things that he likes normally, and then break up the blindfold and try to heighten the experience that way, as opposed to starting from zero being like you get nothing that you enjoy we're gonna figure this out use it as a little spice and not like in lieu of everything you know because i think like we talked about this uh on our on pillow talk our patreon exclusive episode where um things like tying people up and blindfolds and stuff there's a very fine line that you walk when you introduce this kind of stuff, when it's fun and then to the point of like being like, okay, I'm done with this now Mm -hmm. as the person who's getting it done too, you know, taking that thing away is like almost like creating a tease and like tension and, you know, but at a point it becomes just shit. Yeah. (laughs) It becomes like like an inconvenience. Yeah. Or you just want it so badly that it's, it's not good anymore. You know what I mean? It's a fine line to travel. Also, importantly, when you're talking to him about whether or not he wants this, ask him what he would like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or ask him what he wouldn't like. You know, I think they mentioned ice cubes. It's like some people fucking hate the cold. I would you know hate. Mean? Don't do the fucking ice cube. I don't know what dude. I mean, like, again, I'm sure there is a ice dude. Cubes but are like, fine. I don't want ice cubes on me. The only thing about ice cubes is they're just awkward because they melt and then you get water all over the bed. And that's not. But fun. I'm just like I, I just I don't know what a point of being cold is a sexual experience for me. Yeah, I can get it. You ever gotten a cold blowjob? Where like they sucked an ice cube and then gone down you? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Hey, it's a blowjob though. Yeah. They. I mean, it's you great. can pretty much do anything with a blowjob and it'll be great. There, but even just like I don't know. I get it. I'm not mad about them, but like I've done it before and had no complaints. 
I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't think. I, but again, this right guess, here is why yeah, you need to talk it. to your partner. Because, <laughs> like, you know, you if you're with Nile, you bust out the fucking ice cubes, and and he's only, you know rock hard. Nothing but ice cubes. He loves them so much, and it's the only thing that he does enjoy, and the only way he can finish. Mm-hmm. If you bring out an ice cube for me, my dick reverts back up into my body and will never be mm-hmm. seen again. And then you have to stuff the cavity with ice cubes. <laughs> God. Um, but no, I think I think there is something sexy to be like, you know, if if you take your time and set the stage and like let him let him get turned on first, blindfold him, put on that sexy song and sort of like, you know, let lots of touch, that kind of stuff. Like, I think that would be really hot. But again, I think. Like the key is also to go slow mm-hmm. when you're in the moment. And when you're all hopped up, it's like you always like you're going quicker than you think you are always. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like really take your time and like savor it. And like if you're doing those neck kisses, like take it some fucking time. Like when you're traveling south, take some time. Like I think it's all about those lingering touches and that slowness. You know, you're not going to mm-hmm. put a blindfold on and then just start fucking jerking it like crazy. <laughs> But hey, maybe you could. That'd probably be fun too. Again, it's a hand job. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there's I think there's room here for enjoyment, but there definitely needs to be communication beforehand and during to make sure that it isn't just a frustrating experience for him in which he feels like he's gotta get hard based on what you're doing, even if what you're doing isn't arousing to him. And that will that's uh that'll fuck him up, I promise you. That is gonna be something that he will think about and could cause potential problems down the line, uh, from a, a mental standpoint. It'll also suck for you because like you'll have done this like cool sexy thing and like failed and then won't feel particularly sexy about it. So like for both your sakes, just like be chill. Talk to each other, communicate. Don't just whip it out, put them on the spot and like upset you both. All right, hit me. Maybe go the other way around and do like the clockwork orange thing where like he can't even blink now. So you're overloading his visual elements. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Just pry his eyes, staple his eyelids to his face. No, stop. <laughs> hit me with a new question. I stapled my boyfriend's eyelids to his face. Stop it. How do I? <laughs> okay. This is a seduction by Jason guy. 22 serious question. It says it in brackets, so you know. Is it sort of a turnoff if I go down on the girl I'm dating really often? Been dating her for a few months. I like going down on her, and every time we have sex, I tell her I want to taste her and go down on her and all that. I'm pretty good at it. Is doing that too much kind of cookie? Cookie or cookie? Cookie? C-U-C-K-Y? Uh, why would that be cookie? Does this guy not know what cookie is? Like, what, what cuckold means? Why is it, Why would that be? Well, being a cook has been become shorthand for being like, you know, yeah, whipped or like, which makes no sense. No, not all <laughs> like words have meaning for a reason, folks. <laughs> different things mean different things. Um, I, I, I'm just so bewildered by that. It's like you're having sex with this person frequently. Oh, that it also makes you a cook, by the way. If you pleasure her sexually. Woo, yeah, it's it. like you're you're having sex with this person enough times that you are concerned that you're doing it too much. Would you maybe not think for two seconds that the reason you keep getting invited back to have sex with this person is because of the things that you're currently doing? Just the fear of like being somehow like not an alpha 
or something, I don't know, is just absolutely baffling. Flip it in your head. If she was giving you a, a bunch of blowjobs all the time, would you think any less of her? Would that not the, be amazing? The problem is they would. They would probably <laughs> be like, hey, how how did she get so good at blowing blow pe- blowjobs? <laughs> Like, well, there's only one way that someone could get this good is lots of practice, which means that there's been a bunch of man meat in her in her mouth, and I I refuse to have the the residual dicks in her <laughs> mouth touch my dick. That's gay, <laughs> probably. Like you know, but, like that's we had a question not not that far off from this a while back. Remember where they were like, yes, yeah. So well, like, one hundred percent, they would be all freaked out if someone was very it. Seduction is the craziest fucking place. Yeah, it's it's this weird hellscape where you're just caught between extremes all the time. Uh, but to answer the question, no, what the fuck? You're a part like that's like saying, "Oh, I was nice to my girlfriend all week." Is that too cookie? Was I too good to? It just sounds like I'm talking about cookies now. Why do you um, keep saying cookie like cookie? It's very confusing. Co- the same same word, dude. Cookie and cookie are very two different things. Cookie, if so, cookie. cookie. <laughs> Cookie? Cookie. <laughs> I think I'm just saying I'm more high-pitched. Either way, you know what I mean. Also, Seduction probably think you shouldn't be nice to your girlfriend for a week straight or your boyfriend. But no, be a good partner. And that includes sexually, socially, etc. You are If you weren't checking the boxes for this person, chances are they wouldn't keep sleeping with you. So what you're doing is working. You're having sex with someone that presumably you're enjoying to ha- you're enjoying having sex with. They're enjoying having sex with you. So just keep doing what you're doing. If you're good at oral sex, I don't think there's a person alive who would be like, "Oh, this person is too good at oral. I can't stand it. He always wants to pleasure me." Yawn. Yeah. And if they are like that, they're a garbage person. <laughs> That's the thing. If they're like, uh, "I think less of you as a person because you're so eager to go down on me." Like one, that person sucks and you've done yourself favor by getting out of there. And two, when they go to their next fucking relationship where the person won't touch their vagina with a 10 foot pole, that's going to be them being like, oh shit. Yeah. Cause the reality is out there, people are so weird about going down on people because they suck. So you're one of the good ones and you're worried that you should stop that. Don't go down on her right now. In fact, anybody no. listening, go down on your partner right now. <laughs> not if you're in the car or like you know around kids or something but you know what i mean later when you can um uh, th- this is a perfect segue into and four oh four zero one three guy i'm seeing won't go down on f- or finger me i've been seeing serious? a guy hmm you serious yeah hell yeah i've been seeing a guy for a few months anytime we have sex he will rub my clit for a while and i will usually orgasm sometimes i do and sometimes i don't i will give him oral sex and then we go and have piv sex he has never tried to go down on me and has only ever fingered me twice for about three seconds the last time we had sex he was rubbing my clit and i gently moved his hand down so he could finger me he quickly moved his hand away and said he was forcing or said i was forcing him to do something he didn't want to do of course i would never want to force anyone to do something they were not comfortable with but it did genuinely confuse me is this normal? Do guys not want to finger or perform oral sex on women? My last boyfriend always wanted to do it because it made me feel good slash ready for PIV sex. I've thought about not giving him head until he gives me head slash fingers me, but I do enjoy pleasuring him, and I would feel bad if I didn't do it. I've never been with a guy before that expects me to be ready for PIV sex just by rubbing my clit. How do I go about the situation? Should I say something? Any advice? I uh, See, this is tough because he's not a cook, so... yeah. Yeah, yeah, how do you turn him into a cook? 
<laughs> it's uh, what, what do you think should we should do here? Uh, well, I think bring it up. Like so far, it seems like the only kind of overtures have been you grabbing his fingers and moving it down, which let's be fair, was a fucking wild response on his end being like, you're forcing me to do something I don't want to do. Um, and like, that's, I think the kind of the crux of these situations where it's like, you should never be forced to do something you don't want to do, obviously. But at the same time, it's like, you should also go down on your partner if you expect them to go down on you. You know what I mean? You can't have it both ways, I don't think. Unless there's some crazy reason, you know what I mean? Or some very dramatic reason why you can't or don't want to or whatever. And also if your partner's cool with that, you know what I mean? So it's like, you need to talk to them. Tell them how important this is for you. If they don't want to do it, then sure. I guess they can decide to not do that if they want. And then you need to... I guess, leave that relationship if it's that important to you, which it probably is, or else you wouldn't be writing about this. And also oral sex is the best. So I get it. Um, yeah. Cause you can't force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. Um, unfortunately, a lot of men seem to have this weird aversion to vaginas. Um, and like, you know, it sucks, but at the same time, you cannot again, force people to do shit. So you need to one actually talk about this like for the old move the hand while you guys are in the act and not really discuss it isn't covering your bases but if you just let them know that you don't feel like you've been kind of appropriately given attention meanwhile you're doing the thing for them like hopefully they will understand and if not you need to just figure out how important it is for you in a relationship yeah it's it's one of those things where you do need to sit down and have the conversation definitely have it uh not while you're having sex, as we've talked about before, uh, removed from the bedroom situation, have this conversation, explain why it's important to you and maybe ask them why they're not comfortable, you know, be like, Hey, last time we were sleeping together, uh, I tried to get you to finger me and you said you weren't comfortable. I just, I just want to kind of understand why, so I can learn your boundaries and, and know, you know, what you are and what you're not comfortable with and why that is, because uh, it's something I really enjoy. And if it's not something you're comfortable with, um, we're going to maybe need to figure out a solution because I would also like to receive the same amount of pleasure that you do. And this could be something as simple as like, you know, maybe he doesn't feel like he's good at fingering or he's yeah. been insulted in the past about his fingering skills and therefore would rather, you know, if he's making you come playing with your clit, then... Like, why risk stepping into territory where he might disappoint you? Again, it, there could be any number of reasons why he doesn't want to. It, maybe he just needs, like, maybe you need to buy a toy in which he can use to, you know, warm you up a little bit. A, a dildo yes, or something because, like that. Uh, the type of men who are, like, not going down on you are usually really comfortable with toys. In the I know, but, like, maybe <laughs> maybe it's a, a tactile sensation. You know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah. he doesn't like the, the the feeling of the insides. Maybe, it, like, it turns his stomach. Maybe he That's wants to do it. Like, there's any I've, number of reasons. I've never heard of someone not want to finger somebody. You know what I mean? I've never heard them be, a, like, turned off by that. Um, so immediately my mind went where you did to, uh, like, someone one day, like, you know, mocked him for it or said he was bad at it. And now he's just like, nope, not for me. Yeah. Um, but it could be what you said. Yeah. There's, there's some reason there and like getting to the bottom of it. And I think a lot of like we say this all the time, I think an important thing about this conversation because insecurities are going to be running high is to be kind and like not phrase it in a like way that could be misconstrued or like upset anybody, which, you know, it's some people are going to get upset no matter what. But like if you, phrase it in a way like not why don't you ever go down to me more like hey i'd really like you to do that like i think it would be really hot or you know like 
phrase it and twist it as positively as you can just to kind of like head off any arguments. Um, I think that's probably essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, but you got to talk about it. You know, you can't just be like, well, I tried. Moved his hand once. And also, if it's important for you, don't don't feel the need to stick around in the relationship because like, again, like your sexuality and your pleasure is hugely important. And if it's an issue now, it's only going to grow in terms of being an issue. You know what I mean? It's not going to be better oh, yeah. in in five weeks. It's going to be worse. And in a year, it's going to be even worse. And like that'll build, that'll slowly but surely poison the relationship anyway. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm sure if you told him he wasn't going to get head anymore, he'd be out. So that's the, the other thing I want to talk about is don't use like have the conversation. And if he's like, no, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to. Don't play the game of being like, well, then I'm not going to blow you anymore. Make yeah. the, make the choice of being like, okay, cool. You're we're not sexually compatible then. If you're not willing to, you know, at least sort of make compromises or figure out a way in order to reciprocate the attention I've been giving you, if that's not something you want to do, then this isn't a sexual relationship that I want to be a part of. So mm-hmm. I'm out. Have a great day. Take care. It, it's been fun, but this isn't something that I want to pursue. To do that is way better than being like, then I'm not going to blow you. Because the only thing that's going to happen after this is you're going to get half-heartedly fingered or, you know, pensively eaten out. or Like, it's not going to be an enjoyable experience, most likely. No. It's going to be someone going through the motions so that he can get his blowjob treat at the end. And that's like... Which you're also going to hate to do then as well. And yeah. Like, it's, it's just going to poison everything. Bleh. It's such a, like, gross way to operate in a sexual experience like everyone needs to be on the same page everyone should be you know actively trying to enhance your partner's pleasure in any way that you can or any way that you're comfortable and if that's not something that you and your partner want to do then adding in these like games of oh i'm not you know i'm not going to do this unless you do that unless that is specifically a game that you guys have agreed (laughs) to play which is fine but yeah, if, if you're it's, into if merchant you're, play, that's cool. But otherwise, like that transactional kind of like yeah, sexual section, bartering. Yeah, not not going to be great. Nope. So yeah, don't don't play those games. And the worst thing is, like, it feels like you should almost because when you think about it, you're like, I do this, but you don't do that. So if I didn't do that, like, you'd know where I came from. But like, it's that's not helpful. You could say that if you want. You could just be like, it would be like if I didn't do this thing. But like. In practice, it's just a one-way trip towards bitterness and weirdness. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, it's one of those things you just got to, like, if, if it's that important to you, which it presumably is, if he's not willing to meet you where you need to be met, then that's the end of that relationship. That's okay. Yep. We have a guy who wants to go down you all the time. We just convinced him that's okay to do. So, we'll send you his number. Yeah. This is, I'm not going to read the name or the title. I've been with my girlfriend for five years. We've been living together for three. I pay rent. It's her house. Yesterday, I discovered something strange. We want to replace the floor. It's scraped and uneven with new hardwood flooring. And immediately, my girlfriend was acting strange about it. She wanted me out of the house, insisted she'd call someone, even though I know a good contractor that could help us. It's on the far side of the house in a neglected room, so I never really had reason to go in there. My girlfriend had a carpet over everything and kept it clean anyway. She told me we'd have someone come tomorrow and went out for a few hours to help her brother with his car. Me, wanting to help, cleared everything out of the room on the f- uh, for the floor person. I removed the carpet, and lo and behold, I see grooves in the floor along with a fold-out handle. At this point, I freaked out as I knew nothing about this room and wondered if my girlfriend even knew about it. I pulled up the latch and looked in to see a ladder. 
It didn't look old, but it went down at least 10 feet. On the back of the door was a note written by, in my girlfriend's handwriting, about the last time she checked it, about three years ago. So I know for sure she knew about it, but why didn't she tell me? Why was she so secretive about it? I really want to go down there, but I don't know if I should. She's going to be gone for a couple more hours, so I feel like now is the time. Well, what the fuck did the note say? Yeah, that's the best part, because it's like, you know when you are leaving like a bathroom at a restaurant, and it's like, last cleaned by Dave? Yeah. like Was it that? Is she? Is it her job? <laughs> like, is there a KFC underneath you? And like three years ago? Yeah. Like what? Like that? I need to know what that note said. Of it was it just like Cassandra was here 2020, 2019? Like, <laughs> yeah. is that like is that what it said? Like what what note was it? And how did you like? Why was it dated? What did it say? Yeah. Is there any how answer to you, this? Uh, I'm trying to find out now. But like, how could you not? Tell us that. So upsetting. Also, what kind of question is, should I, like, you will be eaten alive for the rest of your life wondering what was down in that fucking room. If, I don't think I would be excited to go down into my girlfriend's secret floor room, but I would definitely go in there or at least shine a light in there. You know what I mean? And like, take a look around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would would have the heebie-jeebies for sure. My my heebies would be jeebieing. But I would, I would go arm down. myself for sure. And then I would, you know, creep down all sneaky after telling people, of course, where I'm going and what's going on. Like, I'd be like, yo, Dane, this is what's happening. You'd probably come with me. Oh, if you if you told me that I would be in an Uber. If I like if I was free, I would be over there immediately. Mm-hmm. So I think step one, tell us what the fuck this thing said. Step two, you got to check. Because, again, what if? This is a whole other apartment. Then you should not, like, you know, wait, they're not moving. They're redoing the floor. Never mind. I take it back. Uh, If this is an extra room, you need to know about it, too. This could be, like, an underground D&D pub. Be incredible. This could be a games room. Could be a gym. This is real estate you deserve to have, you know, a part in. This could be a prison. Maybe there's a prison down there. For real, like, if... Your girlfriend is some kind of crazy creep who keeps people down there. You need to go liberate them. Yeah. Or or realize what you're into and run. If if they, you know, if I was like, oh, hey, I figured out your rooms, your your weird floor secret. And they were like, yeah, I'm going to be right back. I'm going I'm to be back in a bit. I'd be like, okay, cool. This is, she's going to get supplies to put me down in the room for three years. Yeah. And write a helpful letter. The note, I mean, like, the fact that you didn't tell us what the note is, is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Now, people are saying that there's an episode of Malcolm in the Middle where Lois finds us an extra bathroom, or Hal and Lois find an extra bathroom in their house, and they don't tell the kids. Well, if she just has her own private bathroom, is what they ask in the comments. And I throw that question to you, Dane. Well, it, I, so here's the thing. If they had a rug on the whole room... And he emptied the room out. Like, how would you get in there? It's true. You, you'd have it's to true. pull the rug, like the rug out from. And like at that point, if this guy hasn't noticed by now that like every now and then the girlfriend goes into a room they never use and just hears. <laughs> like if if that's what's happening, like then maybe you deserve to be locked in a fucking you know weird cellar room. Yeah, every time she's like, oh, I'm just going to hop in the shower. But then you go to the bathroom and like, she's not there. Yeah. But like, she comes back and she smells great. She's got that wet hair. And you're like, whoa. How did fuck? you do that? Um, 
Yeah, and the okay. Let's say that is the because that's got to be like the least weird, even though it's it doesn't make any sense. That's got to be the most positive option for this. And I'm gonna say, even if that is the case, it's pretty fucked up because Malcolm in the Middle is a show that is a comedy, and everything is an extreme, and you know the kids are so awful that they need to keep this bathroom from them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, if your girlfriend doesn't think you could be trusted with an extra bathroom, then she's shit and she doesn't like you that much. So even if it's on the best part of this, it's still there's, pretty bad. There's so many things that don't line up. Like, is a contractor actually going to come? Because at that point, there's no oh, yeah. hiding this room, right? Like if mm-hmm. someone's coming in to fix, they're going to be like, okay, well, you do have a room underneath this. Like, would you just be yeah, banished? Yeah, they're going to need to also presumably put in another trap door, right? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if you, they, they were just expecting, like, did they make the contractor appointment when you were supposed to be out at work and hoping mm-hmm. they could just be like, hey, seal that bitch up. Just cover it up. I need it gone. There was a time in my life three years ago, handedly noted by this scrawling message i put on the door just in case anyone ever found it brb sarah 2019 yeah like i there's so many questions i have about this and none of them will be answered and it's so frustrating now what if she is like a, a doomer you know what i mean like and it's her like survival ah, whatever they're called well what happens what happened three years ago covid started no that was two years ago well, maybe they I mean, meant three years ago. In, uh, tw- yeah, maybe it was 2019 when we got those rumblings from Wuhan. Yeah, she exactly. Was like, well, got to go down. Got to stock it up. Oh, maybe it was like when everyone started taking toilet paper. She was like, no, not on my watch. I mean, it could be like, hey, I, I last stocked this three years ago. Maybe yeah. maybe she is a doomsday prepper. And that's what it. maybe this was like an inventory check of being like, OK, I went down here. I checked the list. I made sure all of my, you know, all of my stuff is still good. Everything's great. I don't know why well, she wouldn't have gone in there during the past couple of years, because, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe they have to note when they were in there for like you know, I don't know what degrades because presumably you would put things that don't, but like I don't know. Well, you could go in and check like batteries and generate. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, all sure. that stuff that you need. So like maybe this this could. I think you might have solved it. Maybe this was like a maintenance check on her sort of like little doomsday bunker that. Now, she wasn't, she doesn't, you know, like if the, if you're just her boyfriend, mm-hmm. the last thing she wants is for, you know, if something does go buck wild, you being like, hey, I know Cassandra has a bunker under her place. Yeah, Me and the and boys. You your new girlfriend. Yeah, we're coming over. And then you've got another hilarious sitcom in which you now have to live in a bunker with your new girlfriend and your crazy ex. I'd watch it. Not a bad idea for a show. I will keep an eye on this in case there's updates because people are freaking out and they want to know more. I mean, it's like anytime, anytime someone posts on like Reddit or like, you know, Instagram or something of just being like, oh, I found a hatch. Like most of the things I follow on TikTok now is it's like D&D memes, uh, like puppies and like cute animal videos. And then people uncovering trapdoors. <laughs> that That is like my algorithm on TikTok right now. And it's mwah. I'm, I'm it's away good. from the I'm away from the the very young looking women jiggling and, and dancing and stuff i'm out of that i'm into weird <laughs> trapdoor tiktok <laughs> they're like oh you this wasn't what you wanted how about this <laughs> oh you're you're not creepy this way but are you creepy this way oh you're not I, creepy you're creepy <laughs> i think it's, it's time, time. That we should, yeah we should probably do some tinders at 
The end of every episode, we like to peruse online dating platforms such as Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge and look through online dating profiles to see what works, what doesn't work, comb them for red flags in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Uh, this is Hanan Zil. I don't know how to tell you about myself. If writhing about myself is incomplete, you can ask me whatever you want to know. I consider myself faithful friends because I have I always have experienced joyful and sad moments of my friends. I like with the clear conviction that life has given us to study, to comprehend, to travel, to constantly develop ourselves, and most importantly, to benefit the world and people to make the spaces around us happier. And I am looking for who brings the soup for me. Aww. <laughs> it's a bit disjointed. I assume the you know English is not the first language situation in this one. Who brings the soup for me is a very cute thing. Like It's powerful. It's, right? I, it's not a profile that really speaks to me until that line. And I think yeah. I would write swipe. I don't think there's I like it again, not a great profile, but who brings the soup for me is it's just so powerfully adorable. It's the question of our time that I'm, I'm going to give this an eight. Who does bring the soup? Who brings the fucking soup? The people. Yeah, I'm going to. It's honestly, it's all about that line. I've forgotten everything else because that line is just so beautiful. Yeah, 100%. I couldn't tell you a single thing outside of like friends developing or something. There you go. Wow. Uh, eight. Actually, I'm going to give it an 11. <laughs> this is Rushta. So their only profile picture is a tweet, a screenshot of a tweet uh, that says, imagine meeting a woman and then like a woman emoji, then boom, a business partner and a wife, hard eyes, smiling. That's her profile picture. Wonderful. Her profile uh, I'm is already swiping right because, wow, can you imagine? Want a serious relationship. I mean, friendship. I love adventure, currently obsessed with hiking, and I'd also love skydiving one day, though gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Love eating a lot. Love cooking. Burgers are my weakness. My dream is becoming a successful YouTuber. I love fashion and beauty. My all-time dream is becoming an actress. There's some conflicting. Mm-hmm. Just some conflicting messages there. I don't know how you'd be a business partner if you want to be an actress or a YouTuber and friendship and marriage. They should be both on the cards, but it, it does seem like she corrects herself. Yeah. Want a serious relationship. I mean, friendship. That sounds yeah, like, it, are they being coy? Like lol. Yeah. I don't know. There's no ellipses or anything to imply that. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. That's not good. That's not a good. Look for a profile. No, not crazy about it. Give it a four because it's on the bland side of bad. Yeah, I'm putting I'm putting it a f like a three because it's it's not really like you're not really saying like you we get a little bit of information, but mm -hmm. none of it really seems to be cohesive and and yeah. kind of personalityless. Yeah, no, like hey, I love a good burger, but like being like burgers are my weakness is like that's the most bland thing you could say. Yeah, this is Jessica. Hey there. Since online thing is a hot tamale right now, I thought I would join and see if I meet my Prince Charming lol. I'm not on here for hookups or one night stands, and hopefully I've made myself clear in that regards. I would like to meet someone I can get along with and feel that connection with and see where things would go. If you are interested, swipe right, and I look forward in talking to you. Okay. I mean, it's kind of a cute profile in terms of, like, they seem like they've never done this before. You know, like it seems a very new to them and I can I can sympathize with that. Um, the over pecking of the like no hookups mm -hmm. is a bit strange. Like, again, I don't think it's I don't 
love when people write no hookups because it's so like if you don't want to sleep with someone, don't sleep with them. It's just, it's just mm-hmm. that simple. It's problem solved. You don't really need to broadcast that. And then like the doubling down on it being like, I really hope you understand that that's not what I'm here for. It's like, okay, cool. But other than that, like it's not a great profile. I don't really know a whole lot about them. I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I can give it a five. Because even just like, I want to meet someone I can get along with and feel that connection with and see where things will go. It's like somebody gave you the bland phrase book and you're just going page by page. It just sounds like the first thing someone would say on a dating show. I guess, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just sounds like the safest thing to say about why you're on The Bachelor. I'm just looking for a, a friend and make yeah. a real connection here. And it's like, yeah, everyone is. No one's here to be like, hope it's all fake and bullshit. Can't wait to meet a catfish. Let's go. <laughs> um, we need to do like a Love is Blind watch through, by the way, for the podcast or something. Because that last season is. Whew. I haven't seen any of it. Um, this is Chloe. If you were a bullet, I would shoot myself to have you in me. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> like I, this can go. This could either be a two or an eight for me, depending on like how ironic they're being. Like if they think yeah. this is like a really sexy thing, it's a two. If they realize this is an absurd, crazy thing to say, it's an eight. You know what I mean? I yeah. I'm assuming they think it's absurd and crazy, but like. I'm also leaning towards that. I hope that's what I, that's my, my deep, maybe my, my upper or my optimistic nature is saying that this is meant to be a joke. Yeah. I like it. Eight funny. Yeah. Uh, this is Janice angel face, devil heart looking for something intense knife emoji. Fuck, marry, kill vibes. Which one though? Which one? Though? I don't, that's I don't like fun. it. I've got, you said knife and kill in the same dating profile. Angel face, devil heart, looking for something intense, knife emoji. <laughs> Terrifying. Fuck, marry, kill vibes. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to give this, uh, this is, this is a red flag for me. So I'm going to give know it a what? one. I think it honestly is because like, what, like what are fuck, marry, kill vibes? Unless you mean she's going to fuck you, marry you and kill you. If you have a knife and use the word kill in the same mm-hmm. profile, I'm not interested. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give it a five because I'm wow. I'm intrigued. Not in a good way necessarily, but I I have questions. Okay, I will say this is this is almost like the equivalent of me finding a secret door. It's probably bad news, but I kind of want to have a look in. You know? (sighs) Okay, I'm confused by your rating scale because you did just give the one that had like no real red flags five. And this one is a hard red flag. Yeah, but the one with no real red flags was super fucking boring. Whereas this one, hey, it's getting the people going. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. This The scale is how likely I would be to swipe. Sure. So I would swipe. Hey, you're right. There's probably a six. I would swipe less on the planned one. <laughs> Christ. Okay. Uh, I'm out. So it is, it is your show. That's my show. Yes, finally. Okay. I guess this will do the last one. Sure. This is Ingrid. Uh, it's a picture of someone wiping the kitchen floor with the text. No woman gets an orgasm cleaning the kitchen floor over it. And uh, it says, I don't want your money. Let's just fuck. Yes, I'll make you sandwich and Uber you back home. But don't immediately assume I jump at you because, girl, you swiped right unless you're hot and jacked. A man with respect and great humor screams a big dick that I want in my face. Not a feminist, not a sapiosexual. It's bullshit. But good combos intrigue me. Make yourself fuckable physically and or cerebrally. 
For he that desireth a pussy must also deserveth the pussy. John 2.30. Ugh. I was like, I was on board the at the start when it was just like, they seem to just want to fuck, you know what I mean? Like, that's fine. That's what some people use dating apps for. And that's great. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Have fun. But then like in the whole, like not a feminist, the whole, you know, it, it got real gross real quick. And then just like slid down a slide of sludge into a pool of more sludge. Yeah, it's not great. So I'm going to give this a two. Yeah, I think I'm about there with you. And last one. Okay, this is the last one. Ready? Yeah. Emily, she, her, live fast, pet dogs, sunflower emoji, rainbow emoji. Men are trash, but I'm into recycling. (laughs) Oh, man, that's tough. That's, hmm. I don't, I don't love men as trash. (laughs) But that, that punchline is very funny. Uh, I'm going to give this a seven. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine because I'm pretty sure they're playing off the men are trash. You know what I mean? I don't think they believe it as much as they're using it for the pun. No, for sure. Also, live fast pet dogs. Great. Fantastic. Uh, That's going to do us, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us, spending an hour of your time, your your precious, valuable time. It means the world to us. We hope that we have uh, given you some entertainment and escape from the day to day grind, whether we're with you on your commute or, you know, chilling in bed with you. I don't know where we are or what you're doing, but we are so, so very happy that you have allowed us to spend some time with you. So thank you. Yeah, we love it. Uh, We've been getting a little influx on Twitter and in general with our listens lately. So if that's because you told some people or recommend the show, thank you so much. If you're one of the new people who's joined, thank you so much. Um, If you're on our Patreon, thank you very, very fucking much. We really appreciate that. Uh, You guys got lucky again and had two episodes in one day. I wonder how many times this is going to happen this year. I don't know. It's a lot of work for me, so I really hope not much. Yeah, yeah, you guys are slowly killing Dane, but that's um, okay. <laughs> speaking of slowly killing me, um, we also have another show. If you haven't checked it out, it's called No Quest for the Wicked. It's a actual play podcast where we're playing a game called Starfinder, which is sort of like a space opera D&D kind of situation. Um, it's a mix of like improv and narrative storytelling and cooperative storytelling where I'm running the show and the boys, uh, Niall included, and two of our good friends, Terry and Ryan, are playing the game with us. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and we just did a weekly episode for all of February. So there's a, a fair chunk of of content for you to go enjoy. So please check it out. Head on over to NoQuestCast.com. Um, if you would like to support this show, the one you're currently listening to, um, consider heading over to our Patreon at PatreonFBuddiesPodcast.com and click the Patreon link. It'll take you right over there and you can sign up. And if you have a question you'd like to get on the show, fbuddypodcast.com click the contact form and shoot us a message and we'll get it on the show as soon as possible thank you josh eagle and the harvest cities for the song paper stars you have some bad sex writing for us oh you know it oh dear is this a different bill cosby or is this actual bill cosby oh no it is actual bill cosby he wrote a book called fatherhood are we surprised that it's bad well at 11 a girl stands in the window a lot and stares out into space she's waiting for her breasts to come The strange look on her face moves you to ask, are you all right? Well, sort of, I guess, she says. They didn't come today. When the child is 12, your wife buys her a splendidly silly article of clothing called a training bra. To train what? I never had a training jock. Damn, got him. 
I bet you are a wonderful fucking father. I mean, you do know that Bill Murray is a rapist, right? <laughs> Sorry, do you want to Sorry, take Bill that Cosby? one again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, uh, but we all know that. Okay, I was just like, you just seem so shocked <laughs> that I I feel so no, bad I that was... I just disparaged Bill Murray. Yeah, no, that was wild. No, I was just shocked that it was actually them. I was like, is like I didn't know they wrote some fucking shit. Oh, I imagine um, they have a ton of books. He was all over the place. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I think it's a novel. I don't know. Either way, what a creep. Fuck that guy. And also a terrible writer. So there we go. Also, Bill Murray, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're lovely. I hope you're lovely. We all want to love you, Bill Murray. So, you know, mm. sorry again. I Again, I don't know. He could be problematic. I feel like everyone's problematic. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm spiraling. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. 